spooky friends. Welcome back for another episode of Dairyland Frights, the paranormal podcast that covers everything spooky, creepy, and mysterious in the Midwest and the beyond. <laughs> um, so my name is John, and today with my two co-hosts, Brooke and Megan. So how you guys doing? You guys excited about this hat man? I am very excited. I'm not very familiar with this, so it'll be enlightening. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm also not familiar with this, so take it away, John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, are you ready to be frightened and educated? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes for this I episode, am. <laughs> yeah. For this episode, I'm covering an urban legend. This is one of the first urban legends, I think, actually one of the most second or third urban legends maybe we carried, uh, covered, excuse me, uh, who has haunted and terrorized the internet for years, the oh. hat man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Megan, first, have you heard of the hat man? I have not. I yeah, I don't know anything about it. Brooke, same thing. Um, I so I only, and I know you're going to talk about this, so I don't want to steal any of your thunder. But the only re- I saw like an article. That said, like Aaron Rodgers account recounts yes. his experience with the Hat Man while he was like on like Ayahuasca or whatever. So that's why yeah. I was like, "What is the Hat Man?" And then I didn't really look into it. So I'm I'm excited to hear about Aaron Rodgers' experience, but also just general knowledge. <laughs> yes, we are in for a real real treat. Um, and you know, the last two podcasts we've done, you you'll love you'll love this one too. So. Since the late 2000s, so not very old, right? People have shared their stories of a strange vision that sounds remarkably consistent from one account to the next. It's the tall silhouette of a man in a brimmed hat, a present that tends to appear when you're in bed at night, somewhere between sleep and consciousness. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, already there. So, my first source that I'm going to do is actually from a Rolling Stone article called, and I love this title, How the Hat Man Went from Benadryl Joke to TikTok Horror Villain. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Intrigued. So I know we'll get into this. You both have TikTok, a TikTok accounts. I always say TikTok. <laughs> That's how old I am. Um, TikTok. <laughs> so I know we can look into this later and maybe we can share some things uh, if you know them. So here's a quote from the Rolling Stone article. <clears throat> when I, what I saw gripped me immediately with fear and dread, writes Timothy M. Brown Jr., okay? Who from 2008, so again, not too, he's, and he still does, has curated a blog where anyone can describe their encounter with the hat man, describing his first glimpse of the apparition as a teen in the 1990s. So he describes it as the man had no distinguishable features whatsoever. I could see no eyes, no nose <laughs> or mouth, only mm. blackness. Found yeah, like very shadow, <laughs> only darker, much darker. He had a very wide brimmed hat and a long trench coat that flowed as he moved. So good now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So while many actually, and this is kind of funny in the article, it said, well, many don't take the hat man too seriously. I would take that seriously. That's just me. 
Um, instead, yeah. And this is kind of funny. Instead, riffing about owing him money, <laughs> I have no idea, or manifesting him as an imaginary friend when you're lonely. Uh-huh. Type of friend. Okay. <laughs> I don't want that friend. Right? <laughs> so here's TikTok again. Some TikTok creators, and this is where, you know, again, it, whatever you know is fine. We can do some research later, maybe down the line and come back to this. Have gone in the other direction, claiming that he's real and potentially evil. Hmm. Shadow person. So, like I said, Megan and Brooke, you're on TikTok. <laughs> Have you ever seen these, like, shadow videos or anything at you all? Know, I did. I actually, like, just looked it up before we started this episode, sure. and I did see um, a girl. Her name, uh, her account is Hearts Starts Pounding, and <laughs> she did show a couple. She explained a yeah. little bit about the hat man and showed a couple uh-huh. images that look like could be kind of yeah. lingering in the background so sure. it's spooky for sure for sure very it's megan a very, how about you a very distinct silhouette yeah i megan? i haven't seen those specifically but i've seen other <laughs> alleged shadow people videos and it's mm-hmm. very interesting and the thing that you said sure. that kind of caught my eye was this you know being has a long trench coat so that makes mm-hmm. me think it's like right. that doesn't seem like it's from this era Right. Possibly. So I want to know, is this like a thing that like just came about or maybe it's like from history? I don't know. We'll have to, yeah. we'll yeah. have to see. I yeah. do. Um, I remember, again, bringing it back to Ghost Adventures. I remember <laughs> quite a few episodes actually where like the popular spirit that people would see was like a man in a trench coat with a like bowler hat or whatever you call him. Oh. And, yeah. and a couple ones they even caught like an apparition, like a shadow figure with like that kind of hat on too. So it seems... Seems to be very, uh, you know, seems to be very out there, like very yeah. well-known, I guess. Yes, absolutely. And remember, this is since the 2000s. Right, So yeah. this is where oh. people have kind of, it's been around longer than that. Nobody really knows. But now, what I will talk in here, there's a difference between shadow people and the hat man. Right. Okay? <laughs> so think of the hat man as the cousin of shadow people. That makes right, sense. Right, right. Oh, okay. Uh, so... What is the hat man? Uh, Patrick James, whose videos are on subjects like UFOs and haunted houses, hypothesized that the hat man could be an inner dimensional being. So, Megan, there you Ooh. go. Ooh, uh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Like Mothman. Right? Yeah, like in between consciousness. Yeah, in between and... dimensions, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abby Saboda, whose scary tales and interpretations of American folklore, says that the hat man most often appears to children to feed off their negative emotions, especially Mm. those arising from trauma, and in effect, is a parasite. Doesn't seem like a good thing. No. So back to TikTok again. Can't get enough in this episode. (laughs) I don't know. Have you heard of this influencer, MJ Paddock? I have not. Ring a bell? He's got a lot of followers. A lot. Let's do a million, I think. Oh, wow. No? Nothing? Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, You can look it up up. while you're listening if you want to and let me know. Uh, Oh, 1.1 million followers he has. I just looked looked him up. Thank you. So he has told his followers that if if they've seen the hat man, they're in danger. 
Oh. And claiming that some have woken up with scratches and marks on their body after he visits. Oh. So hmm. you will see this throughout my uh, episode. Some just kind of just go, ah, just some dude. And some go, no, man, you see him, you're, you're, you're big, big trouble. So according to my next source, Wikipedia, which is always a great place to find stuff, uh, the hat man is a figure who is often associated with shadow people. And he's a famous urban legend. And again, let me stress urban legend that shares <laughs> many characteristics with aforementioned entities, but wears again, dark clothing, often a jacket, an old store, an old style fedora hat, mm. and where it's kind of a fancy hat. And it's usually, this is crazy. He's unusually tall. So, We'll talk okay. maybe about Slender Man. Remember, this mm -hmm. is kind of the same characteristics with, ex with the exception of the hat. Yeah, it's the uh, one Slender thing. Slender Man doesn't like hats. <laughs> I That's true. So, um, and sometimes he is considered to be the devil himself. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so it's. As you can see, a lot of stuff going on here. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. Um, so let's talk about what is the difference between hat man and shadow people. Again, Wikipedia. And this one was actually pretty good. Usually Wikipedia sometimes is out to lunch, but this one is pretty good. So a shadow person, also known as a shadow figure or black mask, okay, is a perception of a patch of shadow as a living humanoid figure interpreted as a presence of a spirit or an other entity by believers in the paranormal or supernatural. So just really quickly, shadow people. Are you guys familiar with shadow people? You you kind of talked about that, Brooke. Uh, yeah. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just looked at it as like a different, type of like apparition that people see like sometimes they see like a full bodied mm -hmm. you know like a white type of ghost or sometimes they see sure. shadow people sometimes they you know see orbs yeah. like that's always what I kind of assumed it was sure, sure. And, and Megan yeah Brooke just hit it right on the head there I think that I would definitely agree with her yeah have you either one of you even thought of seeing a shadow person or some a shadow and not knowing what it was i guess sometimes i you know like when you're maybe already freaked out it's like you see it in the corner of your eye and you're like oh what was that mm -hmm. but then it's like that's you true. look and it's like nothing like that's mm -hmm. really the only thing that i can say that i've experienced i don't think i've ever seen an actual shadow person yeah okay. me neither Megan? no i can't so, say that i have so that's really interesting because I thought I saw one, and this is so weird. This was last year when I, I like to sit on my porch in a summer night and just kind of just chill and have a beer. I looked out and I swear, and I mean, of course, I didn't have my phone with me or anything. Uh, I swear I saw a shadow person come out of someone's house. I really oh, did. Oh, interesting. It, it, it looked like it was like floating across there. And then I was kind of like looking up some things and I'll kind of talk about this. Your eyes play tricks on you in the night. Like right. For sure. Light to dark. It, yeah. And uh, it, although there are some really interesting videos on YouTube, if you like to see shadow people, people freaking out, seeing <laughs> shadow people peek around corners, 
uh, shadow people like in the basement. So, you know, who's to say, right? But True. really all this is based upon a condition called sleep paralysis and mental conditions. So the reason I bring this up is because here at Gary Land Frights, we like to help people. And one of the things is if you're seeing the hat man and you're seeing shadow people, I would highly recommend, and all of us here at Dairyland Flights would highly recommend for you to see a qualified therapist, a doctor, psychologist, psychiatrist, because usually, and I'll get into it, it's associated with substance abuse and mental health, um, different disorders. So it's really something when I get into, um, and I will put this out on our website and put it out on Facebook and, and Twitter, um, because there's an organization, a government organization called SAMHSA, and it stands for S Substance Abuse and Mental Health Associates. Um, their number is 1-800-662-4357, and that's 1-800-662-4357. And they will put you in touch with the right people, because when I start going through it, this is a very common thing, and it can be very scary for people. And like I said, we, we right ladies, we won't do anything to help people. So, yeah, right. For sure. Uh, so what is sleep paralysis? Okay. So according to Web, WebMD, which I found a lot of cool stuff, sleep researchers conclude that in most cases, sleep paralysis is simply a sign that your body is not moving smoothly through the stages of sleep. So hmm. rarely, rarely is sleep paralysis linked to deep underlying psychiatric problems, but it can. Be. So in other words, when you're having that sleepless night, right? You're tossing and turning, and you just you just can't just can't get through that cycle, right? Of sleep, right? Um, a good chance you're gonna have sleep paralysis, which when I get into it, you don't want to have. <laughs> mm, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm gonna share with you. So, over the centuries, though, this is really interesting. Symptoms of sleep paralysis and extremely scary, by the way, have been described in many ways and often attributed to an evil presence. So. Think about it, ladies. You can't sleep. <laughs> now you're going to see evil. So great. Right. right? <laughs> and um, in old times, in the olden times, um, <laughs> you would see night demons. Great. The old <laughs> hag in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, that was from sleep paralysis. So oh, that's a big okay. claim. Seeing that. Interesting. You have uh, alien abductions, which we did an alien. <laughs> Uh, episode we did um, and this is really interesting almost every culture throughout history has had stories of shadowy evil creatures that terrify helpless humans at night and you know people have long sought explanations for the mysterious sleep paralysis and accompanying feelings of terror one thing that, that's even worse than the hat man is and i didn't put this in my notes is called the gin and basically oh, yeah, the yeah. evil genie. Mm -hmm. And you see this? I'm familiar with gins from Supernatural and The Witcher, but I don't think that's the uh, real <laughs> realistic version of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, American Gods, too, uh, is one, of my, mm, one yeah. of my favorite shows. They were very nasty dudes in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so this, ladies, did you know this? So don't feel bad if you have it. I'm just saying we need to get help. Four out of every ten people have sleep paralysis. That's pretty crazy. Oh, that's that's forty yeah. percent of people. It's a lot. Yeah. 
You know? And I didn't know that. I didn't think it was that crazy. And this is a common condition, which is, yeah, I should know this. Uh, it's noticed in the teen years. So my mm. daughter, she can, she has really trouble sleeping. So I always worry about her, you know, uh, with this and everything. But we have taken her to a doctor and they she just has insomnia and she's they've given her some hopefully some good drugs or something. I don't know. But yeah. she's fine. Um, but men and women of this age, or of any age, I should say, can have it. So sleep paralysis may run in families. So if Uncle Joe has it, good chance, or mom and dad have it, good chance you have it. But other factors that may be linked to sleep paralysis include, well, duh, lack of sleep, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, sleep schedule that changes, mental conditions such as stress or bipolar disorder, sleeping on your back. Does that make sense oh, to either one oh, of you? Interesting. Do you huh. want to sleep on your back? I sleep on my side. No, nah, I'm a side sleeper, but I mean, sleeping on your back kind of makes sense because it's like, you know, when people have the, that sleep paralysis, they're, you know, staring, like up, at the, yeah, staring yeah. up at the ceiling, mm -hmm. seeing their demons, mm -hmm. you know. Sorry. Oh. oh, and I'll get into that later. I have some interesting um, Reddit posts that I would. Oh, interesting. Up. So other sleep problems such as narcolepsy or nighttime leg cramps. So that's common, you know, in people who um, you, know, you might be exercising or something with your leg cramps. Just mm -hmm. make sure you drink plenty of fluids before you go to bed. Uh, use of certain medications such as those for ADHD. So, mm. uh, again, it's just remember, this is a common thing. Just if you feel that you're not getting your sleep and everything, please seek a professional. And then, of course, substance abuse. So, you know, again, get the help you need um, because obviously you need to get your sleep and you need your breath. So, mm -hmm. sleep is very important. So, sleep, physiological and psychological effects. This is, I thought it was really interesting because I was like, uh, yeah, this, I've never thought about this either. So, several uh, physiological and psychological conditions can account for the reported experiences of shadowy shapes seen alive so sleep paralysis suffer perceive a shadowy or dis indistinct image approaching them when they lay awake paralyzed God. and become increasingly alarmed <laughs> so you're so laying terrifying. there you, you can't move and the shadow just comes upon you so uh, are you like fully conscious at this point or are you you correct. know kind of you know not super conscious so then your mind is making up these things so you are conscious but here's the thing this is and it's something i'll get into a little bit your brain luckily does this so i don't know if you've ever heard of certain cases and maybe we'll cover them about people who are sleepwalking and they killed a person oh like, there's right, been cases yeah. of that yeah, mm -hmm. right so our sleep paralysis stops us from doing that so for example you have it you're not going to think I'm going to get a knife and stab the shadow because you can't, you can't move. Or I'm going to right. get my gun uh -huh. and I'm going to shoot the shadow person. Again, That's interesting. Move. So your brain's going, Hey, <laughs> we're going to keep you here. I know it's scary, but it's better than you getting a gun or a knife and killing somebody. <laughs> right. So, and then sometimes fair. when it doesn't work, unfortunately people die, which is scary. So one of the things is a person experiencing heightened, heightened emotions such as while walking alone at a dark night, 
they may <laughs> incorrectly perceive Apache's shadow as an attacker. So, you know, I don't know if you guys are like me. Uh, I, sometimes I can't sleep, so I'll go out like 10 o'clock in the summer night. I'll walk around, and every time I'm walking, I get this weird feeling somebody's following me. You ever get that right. feeling? Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I always look around and make sure I'm good. Yeah, right? And it, Why is that? And that's part of your brain telling you, maybe you shouldn't be out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I think is kind of funny, but I'm like, okay, then why'd you let me leave the house if I should? Right. Anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. So this is always horrible. So, <laughs> but many meth addicts report the appearance of shadow people after prolonged periods of sleep deprivation. So this psychiatrist, Jack Potts, suggests that meth addicts uses and conspiratorial component to their sleep deprivation. Like, you know, again, this is a psychiatrist. He said that, for example, that and this is even more scary. One subject he interviewed saw shadow dogs, shadow birds, <laughs> shadow oh. cars, oh. and shadow people. So, again, if you're using some type of substance abuse and you're not getting sleep, everything starts to appear as a shadow, if that makes sense, right? Right, yeah. So you're, just, you're not seeing shadow people. You're seeing, like, a, a car coming towards you, and it's not there. Or a bird flying at you, it's not there. Yeah, your brain plays tricks on you. Yeah. Yeah. And standing, they said too, that they see shadow people. Oh boy. Standing in doorways, walking behind you, coming at you on the sidewalk. And these hallucinations have directly compared to paranormal entities described in folklore. So, and Hmm. here's the thing that I learned about the hat man it's not always at night. It's sometimes during the day. So you right. can see Oh, that's even work. scarier. Right. You can see the hat man during the day. And it doesn't know it doesn't matter where. You can be at work. You can be uh at home. You can be walking on the sidewalk. This entity will appear to you. And they're oh. yikes. <laughs> yikes is right. So shadow people are are commonly reported to people under the again, the effects of some substances. Um, which I'm not going to pronounce these because they're big, long words in my mush mouth. So if, ladies, you want to take a shot at this, I don't know if you can see this, like Datura. Delirient, Datura, Diphenhydramine, and Benzidamine? There we go. (laughs) Something like that. Don't quote us on that. I can't can't do better than that. In other words, (laughs) stay away from these things. So finally... (laughs) Uh, visual hallucinations such as this caused by schizophrenia and bipolar disorder may again appear as shadowy figures at the edge of peripheral vision. Mm, So, all right. (laughs) To prepare for this, and I'm not going to lie, I was scared, okay? (laughs) I highly recommend this. I had to find it. Where did I find it? YouTube. I I think I found it free. Uh, It is called, it's a documentary Called the nightmare. Yep, I've heard <laughs> of 2015 um, discusses the cause of sleep paralysis, seen through extensive interviews with participants, and the experiences are reenacted by professional actors, and proposes that such cultural phenomena, such as alien abductions, near-death experience, and shadow people, can, in many cases, be attributed to sleep paralysis. I'm not going to lie. 
you're going to curl up on your couch, gripping your <laughs> pillows, and be like, John, I'm going to get you for this. <laughs> you were right? Asleep. Yeah. I did not sleep, which, in fact, you're supposed to sleep. Uh, it is terrifying. <laughs> it is huh. the most terrifying scene I will share with you is a, uh, a guy, you know, who was in his room and he um, saw a group of shadow people at the foot of his de- at the foot of his bed. Oh my god! The shadow, the shadow people had bright yellow eyes, and they came around the side of his bed, and they they each one held one held both his both arms and his both legs down, and then another shadow people got on his chest and started oh to like suck out his soul, and he could feel oh the the he being held down. He could he tried to he could not move, and he could feel like his life leaving his body and he was screaming he was thrashing and they showed in this and i'm like nope yeah <laughs> nope, got a fast through there but it's it's awesome i mean it's again it's called the nightmare 2015 documentary please check it out uh yes you can dairyland frights at gmail.com if you've watched it and it's scary please share that with us so um anything about this do you guys now know what this is all about and are you still scared? Because I still am. <laughs> I just can't imagine what it would be like just laying in your bed, you know, all the lights are off and you just can't move. Like you're, you're conscious and you want to move, but you can't. And then you start seeing things. It's like, yeah, you, know, you can't but... do anything about it. Cause you know, you can't, you can't move. And I think it takes a few minutes for you to kind of like come out of the sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. but like it can feel like an eternity when you just can't move or talk or do anything about it yes yeah that's honestly terrifying um brooke what do you think i i don't know i i'm lucky that uh this is not really happening to me before there was one time and this was uh strange but i was like laying in bed and i was kind of i can see where it happens when you're like between phases of sleep because i was just kind of like on my phone and i must have dozed off mm-hmm. and i think i was like about to wake back up but i had this like weird experience where like i was in my bed with like my covers pulled like halfway across my face and i looked up and i saw like a like a version of myself like staring at me mm-hmm. oh my god it was like but it was like a, it was like was not right i don't know it was very weird but that's only ever happened to me like one time um and it was very brief like it only happened for like maybe five seconds and then i like mm. like woke up and everything was fine yeah. but uh, i yeah. can't imagine like having creepier experiences like more often yeah. and like not knowing when it's gonna happen and yeah like that would just be terrifying because it yeah it's very creepy uh- yeah, it's super creepy because the hat man and everything. One of the things I forgot to mention is one time there's this. It, imagine you're sitting there and you're just, I don't know, you, you're just taking a nap and maybe you have a girlfriend over and then you hear that. Okay? <laughs> and then you go in and you see your friend can't move. Um, this is in the documentary too, where, a, uh, you know, a girlfriend friends were just hanging out and and uh they heard the scream and immediately ran in and they saw their friend just sitting there and they couldn't move and they're just screaming repeatedly and and they turn on the light and they what they say too is you're not supposed to wake the person right away 
You're supposed oh, to right. yeah. go out of it because if you wake them right away, whatever they're thinking could cause severe mental stress, um, causing maybe even a, a heart attack or something. Like, so you're supposed to let them go through it. So she just watched her friend just scream. And could you imagine that? Just have to watch her. That would you know, there's suck. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So that was, yeah. Documentary is awesome. It is scary, terrifying stuff. And it's true. Remember that. They're just actors acting out the real life situations. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's crazy. Let's get more spooky, ladies. Nice. I found a oh. Reddit. <laughs> ah, Reddit okay. actually has a subreddit. Of course, they all have subreddits called Hatman. So, first Ooh. story I'm going to read. <clears throat> uh, so, I've been having a dream recently, and this man has been in awe of them. My husband and I have experiences growing up of a feeling like we're being watched, and occasionally we would see what we call the black hat man standing under the lamppost in the alleyway next to uh, our house or oh the one across God. the street from the from my window. Ooh. However, recently in my dreams, he's gotten more confrontational. Okay, great. So <laughs> I guess that's how I would put it, she says. Um, the past three days, He's gotten closer to me in every dream. I've seen his face, the terrible smile he has on his piercing eyes as he gets closer. He stands close enough that I can see his face, but still stays outside the windows. It's terrifying. Every time I have the dream, my husband wakes me up. I don't know what to do now. Is this related to something? Is there a meaning? Oh, God. That's terrifying. You'd <laughs> so, be, like, afraid to sleep if you just th- know that you're right? going to have this creepy dream over and over again. Ugh. Yes. Uh, to me, that is that you can see him getting closer. So imagine mm-hmm. the first night, he's, like, 10 feet away. Second night, 5 feet. Oh, my God. Feet. Yeah, and then that's... he's just on top of you with that wicked, piercing, evil grin. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna sleep good tonight, girls. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so here's the second one. My first encounter was when I was 16 years old, and now they're 32. I don't know why they would tell us, but that's still a nice thing to tell. Um, <laughs> I was spending the weekend at my friend's house. We were all camped out in the living room. Every light in the house was off, including TVs. Okay, but something woke me up some strange reason when i opened my eyes is when i saw him i was wide oh. awake and i could move my body so i knew i wasn't dreaming but he was standing in the entryway shared by the living room and kitchen just staring at me i never in my life seen something or someone darker than darkness before yet i saw him clearly in all his features I looked around at everyone else to see if anybody else was up to see it too, but they were all sleeping still. Him and I had an intense stare down for about 20 minutes. Oh, hey, man. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> he never moved or said a word, which added on to the creepiness of it all. Then he just disappeared. Oh, my God. Mm. That's crazy. So. This is where it gets weirder, I guess. 
when I went home the next day, things got weird. Oh, not like they're weird already. Right. <laughs> this is one thing. I, <laughs> I now started to see him at my house. Oh, no. Hell no. Staring, <laughs> not moving, then gone. Over time, years, I guess he got comfortable because he started to walk freely around my house. Oh, my God. <laughs> Daytime, night. It didn't matter. But I never heard him say a word. And then my family started to see him as well. <sighs> they had no idea about my first encounter. And all of the others say they couldn't figure out why I was so calm about it. Uh-huh. And I finally opened up to them. Everyone started to make, everything started to make sense. I came to the conclusion that he followed me. Oof. At this point, he was the definitely making his presence known openly opening and closing cabinet doors knocking things off the counter and whatever he was near and i couldn't see him i felt his him with a coldness right next to me oh my gosh. it's worse it's worse so <laughs> when i had a daughter when i had my daughter at 20 years <clears throat> old is when i guess i got some kind of answer I was dreaming everything in the dream played out exactly how my normal day-to-day happened. The only difference is that I saw him when I was awake and never sleeping. In my dream, in the dream, he wasn't alone. He had a woman with him and they were both pacing around my room. If they were like, they were plotting something. So I looked down at my daughter to see if she was still there and she was sound asleep. For the first time, I actually spoke to him. Oh, speak back. Only gestures. <laughs> I stood mm. tall and asked him, what did he want from me? What came next scared me out of my sleep. Both he and the woman pointed to my child. Oh, oh my God. God. I woke up. In the dream, I immediately ran to my mother's room to tell her what happened. But by the time I got back to my room and shut the door with my baby inside, I couldn't get to her. And then I woke hmm. up. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> Fast terrifying. This, again, it keeps going. <laughs> Fast forward to when my daughter was two. I ended up getting off of work around 12 a.m., so I picked her up from my sister's home pretty late. When we pulled up to my house, she said, Mommy, I don't want to go inside. Mm. I asked her why, and she said, that man in the door won't stop looking at me. Oh. When I looked, oh, no. I didn't say I didn't see anything, but I automatically knew what she was talking about. She said, "Mom, he won't go away, and I'm scared." Which, by the way, scared blank out of me <laughs> because I then remembered the dream I had. Oh, Safe yeah. Say, and this is good because we're all thinking it. They <laughs> say I ended up moving out of my family house the next day. <laughs> haven't been home since. Haven't seen him since, excuse me. But I fear my daughter does occasionally. And just like me, she has gotten used to him now. And it doesn't scare her anymore. She's 11 years old. Aww. But I wish Aww. he would just leave her alone for good. 
So it would be so sad to feel like you've transferred it on to your daughter almost. Like yeah. what, what can you do about it, right? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So imagine that, you know, just seeing that and just have to deal with all that stuff. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it, yeah. I oh, don't know. I was wondering if it was like an omen, so, but it's like mm. I don't nothing really like happened, I guess, just like weird spooky things, but and I also yeah. wanted to know is this like an intelligent being? I don't know. Or maybe it just doesn't have like the ability to communicate back the way humans do. But yeah, it's yeah, interesting yeah. that it responded to what the person prompted in the dream. Yeah. It, so all of this that I read, there's a number of Reddit posts um, that vary. Some say that the hat man spoke to them and said, like, death or you're going to die. <laughs> Some were more like just standing and staring at them. Um, there was one Reddit post. That right. I, didn't, I don't have it in here because it's very short and I remember it, but one thing the person would say was I would see him in my dreams and then I would be out walking and I'd see him peer out from behind a tree and stare. Oh, that would be creepy. Yeah. And you, know, one of the things, <laughs> all these people, they don't say if they have sleep deprivation or psychological or they're bipolar or whatever. So you really don't know, right. What they're seeing. Cause this story, as you hear this woman, She's just, you know, she's working a second shift and she's, yeah, she, she might be tired and stressed, but I don't know, right? There was nothing in here that I felt like, oh, I used to be a meth addict or I used to, you know, be an alcoholic. Right. And, you right. Know, no, none of them say that. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Really interesting to me. So let's get to my, my favorite one. Aaron Rodgers, my boy. Yes. <laughs> Give me a jet. Listen to Packers Blitz on our podcast <laughs> network here. We're Packers and Paranormal. We have our little podcast network. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Um, I talk about why going to the Jets is a mistake. But anyway, let's get back on this topic. Um, <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, as you know, is a, he's a strange dude. He's, that's why I love him. He is. He's out there, man. <laughs> he is. He just does really weird shit. He does. Um, oh, stop. Excuse me. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> if you know anything, if you're Wisconsinite, even if you're even if you're not, this was a huge story. So Aaron Rodgers likes to experiment with different mind-altering stuff. One of the things mm-hmm. he's doing mm-hmm. is called ayahuasca. Now, ayahuasca is a mind-altering drug that, by the way, again, note to self and note to everyone, you do not do ayahuasca without people around you. You mm-hmm. have to get a special, specially trained person to give you that. Otherwise, bad things could happen, okay? So that being said, he has taken it, and he's had these life-altering experiences. So mm-hmm. this is one of the things he said. This is great when I saw this. So Aaron Rodgers, he, you know, he said he got off his trip in the 2020 offseason, and you know, he's going to try a little, a little more adventure, you know, have a little more adventurous journey. So this is his quote, um, quote from the article uh, from Sports Illustrated, um, which I thought was kind of funny. So what they says he was, what he said was, this hat man 
he will sometimes appear in the distance, usually veiled by dark, dark. And then Roger says, he continued by saying he, he fears staying alone in the locker room as the lights usually flicker and oh, go off what? one by one. Oh my God. And he said, <laughs> it was behind me breathing hard. Oh my God. <sighs> okay. Remember, Aaron Rodgers is no small guy. He's like 6'2", like 215 or something. He's a, mm-hmm. big, he's a football player, right? <laughs> and then he said, I heard its feet hitting the ground in a constant rhythm. <laughs> this is great. I wish I could have saw that. I'm sorry to laugh, but this is, I wish I could have saw this. <laughs> he ran to his car, like opened the door, just slammed it, and he just took off as fast as he could. <laughs> Like, forget it. I'm leaving. You're walking past Lambeau Field. Here comes Aaron Rodgers running for his life. Screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then he explained, as he he was narrating the ghost story to a 10-year-old, well, everything else aside on the work front, Rodgers excited to leave the offense of a successful (laughs) offseason. Just so casual. Uh, yeah. And um, other thing he mentioned is is sometimes he ta- talks about um, <laughs> recollection where he's, uh, this hat man is holding the corpse of a dead rabbit and sometimes a blade. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love how on? Rogers just like says this weird stuff and everyone's just it. like, eh, that's, that's well, just Aaron. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so there was other things I found in, a, in an interview. I was uh, listening, and he, and he kept on saying, now, look, I know I was on ayahuasca and, you know, this. But he goes, I saw these things. I'm not going to lie. Aaron Rodgers has also seen a UFO. I don't know if you oh, guys yeah, know. Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. He's admitted to seeing UFOs. He's admitted to seeing this. He's, so he's our type of guy. And Aaron yeah, Rodgers, sure. if you want to be on Dairyland Frights, <laughs> Please, please, please. We'd love to have you. What's interesting. Um, Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's interesting to me that he says that he was like afraid to be alone in the locker room because with like the lights (laughs) off, because then he went in and on his like darkness retreat. And I'm just like imagining him now being like terrified the whole time. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so he needed to like think? confront. He needed to confront the the <laughs> His <hat man>. yeah, <laughs> he, he, he and he has told talked about. He has seen shadow people. He's talked about all these things when he's been on a trip. And I just think yeah. it's funny because he's getting chased down by these three hundred pound guys who can bench press a bus. Right. <laughs> literally <laughs> tried to knock him out of the game and end his career. And he's like, man, that's the hat man though. <laughs> yeah, <friend. laughs> that's shadow guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh shoot. So what the heck? What do you guys think? Do you guys think this herbal engine? What do you think about it? I, you know, it's interesting. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it seems like this this entity is kind of like a pop culture thing now. And like mm-hmm. I believe that people are like seeing it, but I think like you know, people already experience sleep paralysis. So right. the fact that maybe they know of the hat man means that they're going to like see the hat man when they have sleep paralysis because mm-hmm. it's like something mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. have heard of and are like familiar with. 
Um, But like when it comes to people just seeing it, like, you know, around (laughs) when they're not like having sleep paralysis, Mm -hmm. that's a little Mm -hmm. uh, interesting to me, I guess. That's where I'm not really sure what that would well, that would be yeah. It's a little bit more concerning, uh, yeah, yeah. and maybe that is more of like a, a mental health concern, or maybe Correct. maybe it is something yeah. real. I don't know, but but to me, it yeah. kind of seems like it might be a mental health concern a little bit. Correct. But. So, Megan, what do you think? Yeah, I could definitely see how your mind could play tricks on you because I know I've had like really vivid dreams, and when I wake up, like I don't realize I'm in my bedroom or like that mm-hmm. night wasn't real. Mm-hmm. So I think it just like takes your mind time to like really wrap sure. around like, oh, that that wasn't reality. So I can right. definitely see how your brain could kind of play into something that's not real, especially like Brooke was saying, if you have heard about it or you think you're going to see it, different things like that. So right. I don't know, but I'm still confused how people are seeing it out and about when they're conscious mm-hmm. that's yeah. very interesting yeah, yeah. but i could see yeah. like how like in the dark you know your mind's playing tricks on you you think you saw something but um yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so one thing i just want to add and i'm not trying to put nightmares into you i promise or to our <laughs> listeners one thing they mentioned on reddit this guy was doing some research on the hat man and he, and he said, wait a minute, I'm doing research on the hat band and uh, well, I have dreams. And then all these people go, yep, you're going to have a nightmare tonight and you're going to see a hat band. <laughs> oh, John, don't say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners and Megan and Brooke. Um, I researched this thing. I've not yet seen the hat man. Yet. I hope I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so let's all think pure thoughts and we won't see it. So Yeah. <laughs> love it. I loved uh, doing this. I hope I scared you both and scared our listeners out <laughs> Yeah. There. Very creepy. <laughs> um, so, just want to again say hi to your, your uh, ghost for us. And uh, again, stay spooky and get enough sleep, people, so we're mm-hmm. not seeing that happen, okay? <laughs> yes. Agreed. Sleep is important. All right, ladies. Love you. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Talk to you next See week. <laughs> is john from dairyland frights and are you scared of your podcast hosting site well not anymore because with podbean you can get a free month of hosting for your podcast and also yes there's more you can get a hundred dollars of free advertising for your podcast where you can advertise on dairyland frights or many other podcasts on podbean so don't be scared and come over to Podbean today, and you can go to Dairyland Frights, podbean.com. That's Dairyland Frights, podbean.com. So don't be scared. Come over to Podbean. We love it. You'll love it, too.